Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me, me, my dear friends. I looked in the, uh, I feel like my nose is getting bigger. Is that what happens when you're 30, 31? You just, yeah. <laughs> like everything that you don't want to get bigger gets bigger and everything else starts falling apart. I know I'm, I'm being pretty crazy for 31 years old, but <clears throat> I was talking to a guy in the sauna yesterday about, uh, he's, uh, I don't know what he is. He's definitely, he's some derivative of Latin American, right? And a uh, real thick accent. And he always, he always, he's just, he always just seems so happy to see me. I don't know what it is. I don't think I'm that exciting as a person. But he always seems so excited to see me. So he's talking to me in there. He was talking to me about how he drank two uh, scotches, uh, and turned into an animal, and was trying to have sex with his wife, and she turned him down. <laughs> Uh, but uh, he's been like, that's Mike, that's what happens. You've been married for, I don't know his accent, for 15 years. He was telling me, he was like, I turned into an animal. <laughs> Anyways, he didn't get any. Uh, where, where am I? Oh, yeah, he was telling me that uh, his brother, I think it was his brother, um, is five years younger than him. And he's vegan. And he showed me a picture of him. Bro, okay, so this guy's like 53, and he looks 40. Looks, He's in great shape uh, for his age. Looks very young. <clears throat> his brother, who's five years younger than him, so what, 48? Looked 63. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, because he didn't even tell me the vegan part first. He showed me a picture of him. And I... I was, I, I thought it was his older brother. I thought it was his dad. <laughs> Dude, I, have you seen some of these celebrities, like, when they go vegan, they, like, age themselves? Who did it? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downer, Robert Downey Jr., well, he certainly is a downer now, <clears throat> went vegan, and he aged himself just really harshly, um, I think uh, a really good thing I want everybody that listens to me to start working into their diets that's very easy to get a hold of is raw bone marrow. And so bone marrow, like I think of it, I try to be as, like when I look at these African tribes who despite their living conditions live to be in their 90s and hundreds, right? And they're very vitalized into their old age. It's it's like one thing in the like in the West we talk about our life expectancy, but everybody's life sucks after sixty, right? They're falling apart. They're like being kept alive by pills and tubes and walkers. Like that's not. I I don't think I think we got to stop looking at life expectancy and looking at quality of life. I'm gonna run inside and get a bang. Um, hold on, gang. So I look at these African tribes. Um, I look at the Mediterranean diet's really good for you too. That would be like another one that I would do. Um, but <clears throat> like I just, you know, and then animals. Like animals. I like. What do the animals go for first? Like, have you ever noticed? You know, I used to watch a lot of, like, Planet Earth back when it was, like, Planet Earth. And it wasn't some, like, gay homo extension of the homo gay world. 
Oh, for Pride Month, we're going to be talking about how androgynous seahorses have sex with each other on Tuesdays if they're the same gender. Uh, <laughs> yeah, clearly I made that up. But um, I forgot to throw this dip spin away. This is like four days old. That's a that's about to be a biohazard. <laughs> so it already is. I can smell it in here. That's cool. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Sorry, trying to throw another lip in here. Alright, where were we? Bone marrow. Like, I look at how, like, animals eat. And I feel like I see them going for the organs first. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the animals eat the organs first. Like, when I've seen lions and hyenas and you know these wild dogs kill something and it's brutal because they go after the guts first and like the animal's still alive horrendous absolutely horrendous but um so for me it's like really simple bone marrow organ meat i think are two things that you should start to work into your diets yesterday for real I woke up today, and I'm like, because I had bone marrow for the first time in a long, it's been like two, three weeks. I got off of it for no particular reason, just forgot to get bones. And I had some bone marrow last night, some liver, I drank a lot of water, and I woke up today in such, I don't know if this is why I woke up in such a great mood, but I woke up today feeling fantastic. And I'm like, what did I do, I'm, I'm such a creature like, I'm always trying to figure out how to optimize. Like, you guys notice how I do the same thing the same time, the same way every single day? It's because years of trial and error, I think I've finally optimized how to enhance your day-to-day -day performance and feel good. You know, so work in some bone marrow and some, and especially liver. Just get some liver. I eat it all raw. I would really encourage, bone, raw bone marrow is almost like ice cream. I swear, if it's cold, it like doesn't have much of a taste. It's very smooth. I actually prefer it cold. I prefer it cold. I'm a texture person, and when it's warm, it's like a booger, you know? <laughs> Which, uh, you know, if you like warm it up, and you could, so here's a great thing you could do. You could actually heat up bone marrow and lather a steak in it. So you cook the you cook the bone marrow, you cook the steak, you scoop the bone marrow out and just lather it over the top of the steak like butter. Oh, or just eat it raw, right out of the bone. You know, femurs are typically the best marrow bones. It's just easier to work with. I don't I can't attest to if marrow from one part of the body is better than another, but femurs are just easier to work with. Um, you can get bone marrow, and you can actually get segmented bone marrow from uh, North Star Bison. So it'll come to you in a little vacuum-sealed packet. It's like little bone marrow nuggets, like literally bite-sized, like smaller than chicken nuggets, like little, uh, little like, uh, I don't know, they're just they're little tiny nuggets of bone marrow, and it's all pre-portioned for you and ready to go. You just pop one, pop one in your uh, gullet and eat it. Some of the things I've done to optimize my 
performance. You know, I, I just posted a couple physique pictures, and I had a lot of people ask, like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm going to go through a list with all of you right now. I'm just going to shotgun some ideas for you to start working into your life. Like, I... So I did a Muay Thai the other day. It's been a while since I've done any striking. And uh, he was super impressed with my cardio. Very impressed. And with just my natural... I mean, I've got a couple more... I'm going to fight next year. I think I'm going to fight, much to my wife's chagrin. I'm going to fight, uh, I think, next summer. I'm going to try to get an amateur fight somewhere. I don't care where. I, I, I could get knocked out. I could win. I could. I probably wouldn't lose on the ground. I might. I'd also have to figure out what weight. Dude, imagine if I cut down to like 205. I think I could kill somebody. Not that I'd want to, but... Or I'd get killed. You know what I mean? <laughs> Until you get locked in that cage, you have no idea. I might get knocked out 30 seconds. <laughs> Mike, remember on your podcast when you said, <laughs> wham! <laughs> my God! I can hear my, my God! <laughs> my wife's screaming. So I'm laying there, my arms are sticking straight up in the air. <laughs> my toes are curled. <laughs> Starched. <laughs> That's the worst. I mean, the worst that can happen is you could die, but that's that's more likely the worst outcome. You know? All right, anyways, I just pictured myself gets... That, that would be scary and to see a guy my size knocked out cold like that. Like, whenever you see guys get, like, real knocked out, like they're smaller guys, you know what I mean? Their little skinny arms waving around up in the air on the mat. But, uh... Anyway, so some stuff you could start to work out. A lot of this I've covered before, but I kind of want to give you guys a comp comprehensive list. All right, so let's start first with the most important thing. And the most important thing is your sleep. For years, I had major sleep issues. Um, I would wake up at like 12, be awake for 30 minutes, and I'd wake up again at 3, and sometimes I couldn't get back to sleep. So I wake up at, I'm sorry, now I'm eating a banana. So I wake up at 12. And I wake up at 3. Sometimes I wouldn't get back to sleep. Sometimes I'd sleep. I'd be away from 3 to 4.30. And then I got to get up at 6. And I was constantly tired. You know, I was taking things um, like Adderall, Ritalin. To get me through my days because I was so damn tired. Let's talk sleep protocol. If you want to get good sleep, your ass needs to be in bed before 10 o'clock. Well, I'm a night owl. Well, that's why you got bags under your eyes and you look 10 years older than what you actually are. You're not supposed to be a night owl, okay? We have this thing called circadian rhythm and yours is mangled. So you got to be in bed before 10 o'clock. Me and my wife and I, were were in bed anytime between 8 and 9 o'clock. If we could go to bed at 8 o'clock, we're in bed at 8. Um, one big thing, and i got to get better at this, um, I've gotten a little bit better, is limiting your screen usage before bed. If you can avoid, I notice the nights that I read before bed uh, and stay off my phone and stay away from the TV, 
um, I, I fall asleep much quicker and I sleep deeper. But the first thing you need, okay, so let's go through the sleep list. Number one, gotta be in bed before 10 o'clock. Number two, limit your screen usage about an hour before you go to sleep. You know, I got a brand, I'm just, I got a brand new baby, I'm working out two times a day, I'm, I'm running three companies, dude, I'm t I promise you, if you listen to me, you will change your life, okay? So number one, get in bed before 10. Number two, no screens an hour before bed, okay? Uh, your sleeping environment should be cool. It should be me. I like it to be like, to, again, to my wife's chagrin. Um, but she sleeps well. I don't hear her complaining up until we go to bed. But she's got to wear like wool socks and stuff like that because I like it to be like 60 degrees. I think 65 to 67 is a cool enough sleeping environment for you. You know, the other, I just radiate a lot of heat. Like if you give me a hug, it's like hugging a, it's a hugging one of those old furnaces you'd see in like the corner of your grandma's house, those coiled up like looking furnaces. That's me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm always just radiating heat. So I need it cold, like 60 degrees. It should be pitch black in your room. Your room, get some, invest in some blackout curtains, get rid of all ambient light, like it should be dark. Some sleep supplements. These change the game. And I've been, guys, I've done every supplement from benzos. Don't, don't get me wrong. You'll sleep real well on some benzos, but that's a nasty, nasty habit. Don't ever take those, ever, in a million years. The long-term effects of benzos are just now starting to be discovered, and it has major, it, it, it's very negative consequences on your body, your brain chemistry, even so. Xanax, Ambien, all these things, not good for you. Not good at all. But real sleep, I've done the melatonin, and the this and the this sleep supplement and try to you know plug your nose say the national anthem backwards and take this suppository i've done it all <laughs> um in a in a in ostetol in i-n-o-s-i-t-o-l i think is the spelling i'm sure if you type that in it'll come right up um I take three scoops, I'm assuming it's grams, I take three grams of that, I dissolve it in my mouth with water, it doesn't taste like anything, you swallow it, um, I take three grams of glycine, so in inostal, inostal, something like that, glycine, uh, magnesium, there's different types of magnesium, I find that magnesium threonate, threonate, T-H-R-E-O-N-A, O-N-A-T-E Mag-T <laughs> Let's just call it Works best for me um, So I take enough of that To where I don't crap my pants in the middle of the night Because uh, magnesium Will clear you out You could use it as a laxative if you ever need to Trust me you take, you take, take a healthy dose of magnesium I also noticed when I increased my magnesium uh, Intake that my lower back problems Went away I take some in the morning now too Not a lot, just a little bit so glycine, inostal, inostal, whatever, uh, magnesium tea. Um, I take ashwagandha. And I think I'm forgetting. I think that's it. I think that's the sleep protocol right there. So some ashwagandha on top of that. You take those four things. Now you take those four things. You might not notice anything the first night. You might. I did. 
But what I noticed was after a week, I was waking up once, which for me is huge. And when I did wake up, I just had to pee because I drink so much damn water. I would pee and normally I'd go back to bed. I'd be wide awake. It'd take me forever to fall asleep. Dude, I pee, my head hits the pillow after and I'm done. I'm out until five or six o'clock in the morning. So that's the best way to optimize your sleep. So those are some quick sleep tips right there. In bed before 10, I'm in bed between eight and nine. In bed before 10, those four supplements, mag teeth, inestostol, uh, uh, inostol, whatever, damn it. Glycine and ashwagandha. And then a cool, dark sleeping environment. And no screens an hour before bed. So that's your sleep. Let's talk about starting your day. Hold off on caffeine intake. Number one. So when I, I'm going to walk you through step by step what I do. Number one, I go right into the, this is TMI, but I go right to the bathroom and I have my once daily bowel movement. Boom. Done. Once a day. Like clockwork every morning. You should be regular. There was, a, you know, in, I think it was ancient Greece. Their greetings to each other were, how how are you, like, their greeting literally translate translated to, how are your bowels? Like, because it's, it's such an indicator of health. And, dude, everybody's gut health now is either not, they're not pooping enough, they're pooping way too much. When they do poop, it's a disaster. Like every, oh, that was a beautiful, great day. And everybody's butts are messed up. <laughs> because, I mean, there's just, I mean, we just eat cancer chemicals all day. Oh, why don't I feel good? Why do I got bubble guts? Why does every girl have IBS? Well, sweetheart, you eat, you ever looked at what's in a pumpkin spice latte and your salad? You know, anyways. So, I wake up, I have my movement, and then I go right to the kitchen. So Bane's click clacking following me the whole time because he's ready to get outside. I go right to the kitchen and I chug close to about a liter of water, as much as I can without throwing up, right? Uh, with a big pinch of Redmond's Real Salt. So as soon as that's down, I'm outside. I'm letting the chickens out of the coop. And at, well, after I let them out, I uh, my the back of my house face pretty much due east. <laughs> So I let them out of their coop and I, I plant my bare feet on the earth and I stare at the rising sun. Well, around it. You know, don't look directly into the sun. But I do. But <laughs> look towards the direction of the rising sun. And I'll stand out there for three to five minutes. Just barefoot. I'll stretch a little bit. You know, I'll do some dynamic stretching while I'm standing there. Oh, I'm sorry. I completely forgot the most important part. Uh, cold plunge. So right after the water, boom, cold plunge, cold water. If I don't have a plunge, I'm taking an ice cold shower. So it's wake up, movement, liter of water with a pinch of salt, cold plunge, chickens let out, feet on the bare earth, eyeballs on the sun. I don't have any caffeine until I've been awake for about an hour. So I'll go inside and I'll have my breakfast, which is very, it's protein and fruit. I'll have leftover steak or chicken with some bananas. I'll have like two bananas, honey, apple, mango, papaya, just whatever I got. I don't count calories. I don't do the whole macro micro thing. I just smash some protein and some fruit. 
Then on my way to the gym, as you guys know, I've been awake for about probably at this point, probably an hour and a half after I wake up is my first caffeine administration. So I have my caffeine and I have my nicotine. And then I hit the gym. So it's movement, water, cold plunge, sunlight and grounding, protein and fruit, caffeine, nicotine, gym. And I'm an absolute, I'm a freak of nature right now. I'm an absolute animal. I mean, I was like looking at, there's, uh, I'll send you, I can't remember the name of the website. Like you could put in <clears throat> some of your lifts and I'm in like point, I think it's 0.017% of the population for my strength. And, and my cardio is not bad either. I learned that the other day at Muay Thai. I'm like, dude, I thought I was going to be really sucking wind. Dude, we went through a full sparring, to, I think three rounds of sparring, and I was still able to breathe with my mouth closed. Like I was breathing heavy and pouring sweat, but my cardio, I'm not in bad cardiovascular shape at all by any means, as most people would think a guy my size would be. So, if you just did the, these things, <laughs> if you just did these things right here, and it sounds like a lot, it's not. It's not a lot to do. You just gotta be, you just, it's gonna take time for you to get into the routine. And it's like, I don't even think about it anymore. It just happens automatically. I don't have to think about it. It happens automatically. I'm telling you, this would change your life. This would change your life. How am I able to be this mentally sharp this early in the morning every single day for you guys and bring podcast content and then go smash a workout and then, you know, be there for my wife and my daughter and run these companies and do this and have this going on and fight that and do this and all the other stuff that I'm doing. I'm telling you, it has, I'm not special. I wouldn't have been able to do all of this a couple years ago. I'm telling you that for a fact. It's because I've gotten so optimized. And here's the thing. Everybody's body's different. You're going to find out what works best for you. I've had, you know, I've had people that I look up to in this space, this health space, health hacking. They do things. I stole these things from everybody else and they do them in a slightly different order. This is what works best for me. This is where I feel my best. I'm telling you guys, this would change the game for you in ways that you can't even possibly imagine. I'm trying to back in a little bit more here because they got this big old diesel truck. All right. You guys good with that today? That's our episode. I love you guys. I'm going to go smash my back. And uh, we'll talk. Hey, we'll see you on the flip side, huh, sport? We'll, we'll, we'll see you out there. All righty. Okay. Oh, big thing. Uh, cut your alcohol use. Either limit it substantially or cut it out completely. If you're not sleeping well, it's because you're boozing too much. Most people are boozing too much. And there's cancer in my generation is higher than it's ever been. And I'm guaranteeing you it's because of alcohol. And I think a big uh, contributing factor to cancer is inflammation. And what's, dude, if alcohol does anything to me now, it just inflames me. My hands, my feet, my eyes get puffy. Like you could just feel it in the morning. That's another one. All right. I love you guys.